Sup, you beautiful bastards. Welcome back to the Philip, Philip, Philip DeFranco, Franco. show. My name is Philip DeFranco. It is Wednesday, July 28th, 2021. Hit that like button if you want me to punch you in the throat and let's just jump into it. The first thing that I want to talk to you about today, I mean, it, it's an update to a story from yesterday, but uh, the, really the lead-in could be some of the worst people on the internet said exactly what you thought they would say. Right, but essentially, this is an update on the Simone Biles situation that we covered yesterday. Right, because this morning, she pulled out of the individual all-around competition, and this came after she withdrew from the team competition, saying that she didn't feel mentally fit, right, prioritizing her own mental health, and saying that she was thinking about the team because she felt like she was going to pull them down. I very much was straightforward with my opinion of if you're someone online that's attacking Simone Biles for making this decision, you can go fuck yourself. But of course, there were other people of different opinions and uh, some that went even further and attacked Simone Biles. We are raising a generation of weak people like Simone Biles. Again, if you want to be, if she got all these mental health problems, don't show up. She's an incredible athlete. Of course, she's an incredible athlete. I'm not saying, I just said she's probably the greatest gymnast of all time. She's also very selfish, she's immature, and she is a shame to the country. She's totally a sociopath. Of course she's a sociopath. Right, so those words coming from garbage person, commentator, Charlie Kirk. You also had the likes of Pierce Morgan speaking on this, writing a column with the headline, sorry, Simone Biles, but there's nothing heroic or brave about quitting because you're not having fun. You let down your teammates, your fans, and your country. Right, and like I said, it's not surprising. You have garbage and shitty people giving garbage and shitty takes. Right, you have Charlie Kirk, essentially a professional grifter who's gained a lot of money and notoriety by lying, misleading, and trying to stoke a culture war any chance he he gets and it seemingly always impacts a certain set of demographics and then you have pierce morgan essentially a professional whiner and a hypocrite who he's definitely one of those guys that are like if you don't like what i say i guess you just can't handle this conversation except a lot of the time the conversation is just him attacking any successful woman who like is comfortable with her body or won't give him the time of day and then when he gets called out on his behavior like he, he storms off set like a little fucking petulant child he never stopped being and a quick side thing to anyone bothered by the, the way that i've been speaking on this or or really any number of topics over the last two years, good. It's actually been a concerted effort of me trying to, to trim the fat and, and take uh, account of uh, the company that I keep. And more specifically with this story and the, the general topic of mental health, I personally find it incredibly courageous, especially for someone with such a massive spotlight to say, I'm not okay. It makes me incredibly happy to see so many people, including current and former Olympic athletes speaking out and supporting Simone, including the likes of Michael Phelps, who has been very vocal about his mental health struggles and therapy, right? Saying that his heart breaks for Simone and adding, I hope this is an eye-opening experience. I really do. I hope this is an opportunity for us to jump on board and to even blow this mental health thing even more wide open. For human beings, nobody is perfect. So yes, it is okay to not be okay. I think the biggest thing is we all need to ask for help sometimes too when we go through those times. You know, I think one of the reasons that the story actually kind of means something to me isn't just Simone Biles. Like she is a human being. I hope that she herself is going to do okay. But more importantly, for the hundreds of thousands of people that are gonna watch this show, the, the millions of people that are aware of this topic and the debate and the, and the kind of the, the culture war, they can see they're going to be so many people that understand their struggle, will love them, will try to support them. And yes, there are going to be assholes like Charlie Kirk and Pierce Morgan that talk shit about you. But if anything, you should look at not being on the same page as those two. Those two 
criticizing you as badges of honor. Hell, especially over the last few years, I pride myself on not who likes me, but who dislikes me. But hey, that's a story, update, my opinion, and of course, I pass the question off to you. What are your thoughts on all this? Then in which celebrity were people going at today news? We actually had Billie Eilish for a little bit. And this because online you had people sharing a People Magazine article where Billie said, when I got rich, I started bawling my eyes out. I wanted to be poor so I can relate to most of my fans. I still want to be broke and poor. It looks really fun and cute. As well as tweets that appear to show Billie saying, I think queer beating is a really good thing. As well as a quote of her defending her boyfriend for being a Donald Trump supporter. And that's where I'll end it because all of these are fake. They're fake quotes. It's a fake People Magazine article. Unlike this very real Abraham Lincoln quote, Pierce Morgan is a sad man baby douchebag who didn't get enough hugs as a child. A lot of people forget that line in the Gettysburg Address, but it's real. I saw this post on Facebook. Y'all, like I understand if you if you look to YouTube and TikTok and, and social media in general, we've made a lot of really stupid people famous. Like, yeah, there are four YouTubers that come to mind with that, that I wish I was poor line. Like I could see them genuinely saying that because they're just so not self-aware. Like with Billie Eilish, it's so obviously fake. It, it's so stupid that her brother and, and other artists, Phineas, had to get involved, confirming that it was fake. And, and really just saying that he wished that the account that was pushing this would say, hey, we're obviously satire, we're obviously parody. Which actually, since the situation blew up, the, the account has done. But yeah, man, media literacy needs to be taught in school. Like the misinformation trolls are never gonna starve out if you just keep feeding them this abundant amount of stupid. Then we have the news and story that that's so weird that the federal judge that was assigned this case called it just nuts. Right, so according to the Justice Department, back in 2019, you have this ex-cop by the name of Philip Cook. He's working for eBay at the time as a senior global security manager. He began cyber stalking a couple who runs an online newsletter that eBay executives reportedly viewed as critical of the company. And so Cook, along with six other former employees, ended up sending disturbing packages to this couple. This, including live cockroaches, a preserved fetal pig, a bloody Halloween mask of a pig, and even a self-help book on surviving the loss of a spouse. With that same couple later receiving threatening Twitter messages with the DOJ saying that Cook and others, quote, planned these messages to become increasingly disturbing, culminating with doxing them by publishing their home address. And after that, the DOJ said that one of the seven, a former police captain, planned to approach the couple and offer to help to stop the harassment that they were secretly causing in an effort to promote goodwill towards eBay. But that plan then started to fall apart when the couple spotted members of the group surveilling their home, with the couple then calling the police. And according to the DOJ, those eBay employees then tried to interfere in the investigation by deleting digital evidence. At one point, they even allegedly discussed presenting a false investigative lead. And so ultimately with the situation, what we've seen now happen is you have Cook and four other employees pleading guilty last year. And the big news today is that Cook has been sentenced to 18 months in prison and after that sentence he'll face three years of supervised release and a $15,000 fine. And ultimately the two main things I want to get across with this story is one, oh my god you crazy sons of bitches. And two, on behalf of all the other Phillips with one L, I denounce Philip Cook. He does not in any way represent what we as Phillips with one L try to promote in this world. We know that it will take some time for the public to trust Philip with one L's again, but we're here and ready to have a conversation. Anyone who knows a real Philip with one L knows this to be true. And we hope we can use this ridiculous situation to have a conversation so that people know that the inferior Philip is with two L's. But from that, let's take a second to pay some bills and thank the fantastic sponsor of today's show, Squarespace. You know, over the past year, I know a lot of you have found your 
your passion project and what truly makes you happy, whether that means finally getting your independent business off the ground or getting a place to share your homemade goods, new favorite hobby, obsession, or even having a personal blog to get all those thoughts out of your head and Squarespace is there to help. It's so easy, there's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. And creating a beautiful website with Squarespace's all-in platform has never been so simple. It's extremely intuitive and easy to use. Plus, with Squarespace, you get access to all their marketing tools and analytics and personalized support from their award-winning customer care team via email or live chat. Whatever you need, they are available 24-7 to help out. So if you wanna check it out, see if it's right for you, see why so many people love it, go start your free trial today over at squarespace.com phil. And when you realize you love it, make sure you enter an offer code phil to get 10% off your first purchase. Then, in an interesting pairing, we had the DOJ and Hobby Lobby in the news. And unless you're super, super familiar with the background behind Hobby Lobby, this is not gonna be something you'd expect. Right? Because yesterday, the DOJ ordered the forfeiture of a 3,600-year-old tablet that had been illegally auctioned off to Hobby Lobby. The DOJ is saying that the tablet bears part of the Epic of Gilgamesh. Though, on the bright side, this situation did lead to, I think, maybe the best tweet of all time. Looks like Hobby Lobby has gotten itself into a big legal mess Opatamia. I hate that that made me laugh as much as it did, but it was it was good. I likes what I likes. But yeah, I mean, as far as how the tablet got into the hands of Hobby Lobby, after the first Gulf War in 1991, thousands of objects were looted, that including many cuneiform tablets from archeological sites in Iraq, right? So that may be connected as well. And eventually whoever had this stolen tablet then lied and said it had been inside of a box of miscellaneous ancient bronze fragments purchased in a 1981 auction. Hobby Lobby's owners then purchased it for $1.6 million in 2014, placing it in their museum of the Bible, which by the way, they have a museum of the Bible. And that piece remained there until the US seized it in 2019. And so with this, Hobby Lobby has agreed to the forfeiture of the tablet. Also, previously they had to agree to return thousands of similar artifacts that it had bought as well as pay a $3 million fine. With a company saying that it was new to the world of acquiring these items and did not fully appreciate the complexities of the acquisitions process. This resulted in some regrettable mistakes. And then finally, let's talk about this news with masks, and I'm just gonna start with, y'all, I stopped selling don't be stupid, stupid masks because I was hoping enough people would. But now we're seeing things like, uh, according to reports, President Biden will announce tomorrow a requirement that all federal employees must get vaccinated or consent to strict testing and other precautions. And while officials have said that the details are still being hashed out, they did say that the policy would be similar to ones recently put in place in California and New York City, which respectively required state and city workers to get the jab or submit to regular testing. Also, yesterday you had the CDC updating its guidelines to recommend that Americans who live in an area of substantial or high transmission as well as all students and teachers wear masks indoors regardless of their vaccination status. The agency there also providing a map showing which areas qualified. And I mean, the, these moves come as the Delta variant is driving massive surges all over the country. COVID cases having quadrupled throughout July and yesterday new daily infections topped 100,000 for the first time since February. So as a result, we're seeing a growing number of businesses and local governments imposing these kinds of requirements. Now the silver lining here is that this is largely a pandemic of the unvaccinated. And really quickly here, I just wanna take a second to, to give a, a nice respectful fuck you to a few outlets out there running with headlines talking about people who got the vaccine getting COVID right and with that really fucking burying the lead because if you've even remotely been paying attention like no vaccine prevents 100% of infections but as health officials have said over and over again and they've really tried to get this messaging out and then a number of outlets are like how do we generate clicks the key point of these shots is to prevent severe disease and death and they're doing just that but according to the most recent data for July 19 
2019, the CDC reported that a total of just 5,914 of more than 161 million Americans who have gotten the vaccine were hospitalized or died from COVID-19. Right, so that is a, say it with me, 0.0036% of fully vaccinated people, a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Right, so when the mainstream media talks about breakthrough cases, it is imperative that everyone understands that these new mask recommendations are not happening because the vaccine is not effective, but rather because not enough people are getting the vaccine. As New York Magazine explains very well, because breakthrough infections have so often made the news due to their novelty, that can create a perception of more cases than are actually happening, particularly without more robust tracking of the actual cases to provide context. Once again, where I'll close with this is just a reminder for those that are like, I don't know, I wanna wait and see with a vaccine. I don't wanna be a part of the experiment. You're already a part of the experiment. And here's the thing, I, I get being nervous. The, the amount of misinformation and misleading bullshit out there, it's been effective. And I very much hope that in the future, you don't have to have a conversation like I've had with several people in my life that refused to get the vaccine, then getting COVID and being like, I really should have. But yeah, you do you, but understand, you are a part of the experiment. And ultimately with this story or honestly, anything else stood out to you today, I'd love to know your thoughts in those comments down below because yes, this is a news show, it's also a conversation. But yeah, thanks for watching, like, and subscribing to these daily videos here on YouTube. Uh, my name's Philip DeFranco, you've just been filled in. I love yo faces and I'll see you tomorrow.